So I would like to talk about living ageless in energetic sacrifice. So I was talking to someone earlier today and um, I, I was, well, the person is younger than me. And so I was saying that, you know, back in the 1990s, when computers became very popular, unlike today, it's it was growing, you know, because at that time there was uh, more desktops, and so now we were looking at coming into the lap the laptop um, computers. But when we had the the big computers, um, if someone sent you something that had an attachment on it and it was possibly a virus or if someone was trying to hack your computer, they had this big grape ape. He would come in, you would see him on your computer screen and he would hold on to this rope and he would come in towards you to let you know that someone was trying to harvest something from your computer illegally and it would make an ape sound like whatever the ape do and it but it would come in and it would put you on notice that something is wrong and so as i look over now um, we don't have that as much where we put on notice that someone is trying to get into your computer a lot of times you get these third parties and um, they make it almost impossible for you to log into your own computer. Because as you keep trying to put your passwords in, that gives them more access to get your password. But there's no grape ape. There's no grape and ape coming in. So I thought about that a lot because we can have people, situations, and circumstances that can energetically, energetically um, sacrifice us in some way. And it's unfortunate because in order to continue being a sacrifice energetically, you become, and I discussed this in another podcast, an energetic harvester. Because that situation, that person, or that circumstance is doing you the same. So now you become like a little ghoul, you know, doing that bidding for that situation, that person, or that circumstance. But sometimes it um it comes at a very high price because at some point you get found out uh, of what is happening to another individual but i always think about that grape ape i don't know what stopped it um because i remember it coming in a few times and i remember even back in the 90s my oldest sister told me you know what I think with computers, you have to get in and get out as quick as possible. I don't know why I feel that way. So I've always 
looked at a computer very different from a lot of people. I think I, my whole goal was to master a lot of things about it. But as far as just using it to abuse or to take things from other people. I've, I, this is a true witness. One guy, I was, we were talking to him, he was a computer whiz. And I say, well, I don't understand or understand how they just take things from people on their computers. He said, let me show you how easy it is. He opened his computer. He said, now watch. I'm going to take control of his, this man's computer and I'm going to lock his keys on his keyboard. And all of a sudden, you could see this man jump up. Oh, my computer is locked. And he's turned up and cutting up and cursing and doing all kind of things and it was this person was sitting there like laughing look what look I'm doing this he don't even realize I locked the keys so to his keyboard and so there was no warning he was just sitting down working and just like that this person from somewhere else another part of the world just locked his keys on his keyboard and I mean, I if I had not seen it, I would not have believed it. But what I'm saying is, you know, a lot of people um, are because I did this workshop with some people one time and they were talking about proximities. And in this workshop, it was like when you're young and you run to your friends, hey girl, how you doing? And this and that. And everybody's just kind of all chummy chummy and hugging each other. But it was like what we were taught is as you get older, you hold your arm out because you can lose your balance when somebody get too close to you or hug you too close. So you become cognizant of your space around yourself and you 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 become I guess I don't want to and I'm gonna say hypothetically your own grape ape it's like no stay back so far I don't want you that close up on me and it's kind of like that it's because when we get older we become conscious of how we expend um, our energy, how it's being moved around. We are in some very changing times right now. And we have to become very mindful of who we bring into our space, who or what. And if you choose to go solo, that's okay. If you feel safe in that space, a lot of people will feel like you're isolating yourself, but you're not really. You're just okay with yourself. And you don't need to people please. That was a season. And at some point in life, that have to become old. You know, I mean, just that um, emotional convergence. Let's all laugh because everybody else is laughing. We stop all at the same time. We start singing all at the same time. And we stop singing all at the same. It's just this clone thing going on. And 
I'm sure, it, you know, for some people, I can't speak for everybody, but it's not good for me. I walked some walks in life that really taught me a lot about my own self-worth and my own value because I'm a true believer that if you're going to bring, if in, in other words, if you don't bring a resolution, don't bring the drama. Which means, you know, let me keep my bubble real small because nobody wants to deal and sift through all that drama just constantly and constantly because we we can become comfortable in that foolishness. We really can. Believe me, I'm not above a whole lot, but believe me, the lessons that I felt I had to learn, I would say I saw that grape ape swinging in on that rope and I was like, mm-mm, not happening. I think I stopped the grape ape before it even made the noise. It doesn't matter. Time is not what we deal with here. It doesn't matter how long. But I truly am a true believer of past lives. And in, in understanding what a past life is about, I, you know, I literally see people stack up so much bad stuff in this life it's almost before they leave this body they're almost working into meeting and starting that other bad life because we we get to write our own story and being that we write our own story we get to build the good memories to bring to our next life or the other side of the coin is we can build the bad stuff and bring it to our next life. Nobody to blame because truth be told, we manifested it. We manifested it and then we bask in all that foolishness. And then I think at some point it gets so bad. It gets so bad. And I don't know if it's just be, because we don't want to admit that sometimes people just don't flicking like us. And we just keep giving to these situations. I remember I used to work with this lady. And I used to tell my sister some things, my older sister, and we would talk about it. And my sister was just kind of staunch and stoic sometimes. I, I don't really know how to explain her personality, but she was, but she was direct if you didn't want to hear it, don't ask her because she was going to let you let you know. And I remember we were talking and she looked at she looked at me and she said, she just don't like you. What? <laughs> you know, I do things and we do things together. She doesn't like you. And when I tell you I got my mind right, I got my mind right. And I stopped it. Because you always are in that position to stop and be your own grape ape. Swing in on that rope and stop it. It's, it's really not that hard. Because at the end of the day, we can miss out wonderful opportunities with wonderful people and situations because we can stop. 
And it's just so simple. It's just stop. I had some lessons to learn with a few people. With a few people. Again, I'm not angry at anybody. I manifested it, but I manifested those situations and people and circumstances because there was a brokenness. And because of what they did, I was able to go within and work through that brokenness. They helped surface those childhood wounds that really needed to be healed that I didn't even know were there. And then once I knew they were there, I was able to work through it. There was no need to wear the mask. There was no need to hide in the closet anymore of what I didn't want people to know about me. They, you know, I don't have secrets. I just don't because I know they kill. I am not willing to die because of a secret that I was willing to keep. My way of moving forward is if my intuition does not say 100% yes about something, well, the answer is no. And that's that. If a person has to go, or you're going to be my friend, or you're going to be my next door neighbor, oh, but I have to decide if I want you to be my neighbor or I want this other person to be my neighbor. No, we'll do both of us a favor and you choose the other person. And then get that out of my face. We're done. See, I don't have, that is the one thing that was one of my strengths. I don't actually have abandonment issues. My issue was it was so much easier for me to abandon an issue. And now, as I see, it's really a way of evening, evening out a playing field. Because sometimes you just have to dismiss situations before it destroys you. I mean, literally destroys your gift. And I, I, I'm overstanding now the importance of knowing my gifts and my blessings and my rewards for doing a good work. So the whole thing is, if you can't bring something to the table, maybe it's just not a table you should sit at or you should be at. Okay? Because if you feel you just want to keep taking from the table, you know, that is going to play out in its own way. And you may not even like it because usually if you take from somebody, somebody's going to take from you. It's just that cycle. It's that cause and effect, that give and take. And it's only about having an equal give and take. That's what it's all about, an equal give and take. And if that is something that a person does not have, they just don't have it. They'll just get left. That's just the way it is. There's work to be done in this world. And there's a lot of hurt people and hurt situations in this world. But you have to want to come up out of that. If you don't want to come out of that, stay comfortable way and what you're doing. And don't worry about anything else. 
just stay there. Because at the end of the day, it will have to be dealt with at some time or another. It ain't my monkey, it ain't my show. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to continue having the grape ape come in on the rope, making the ape sound, and knowing that I'm being put on notice about something, somebody, or something. So if you want to know more about horror, go to Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, D-E-P-O-T dot com. And I also have a YouTube. And I again, I'm going to say it. I monetized in a very short period of time. So that's a very good thing. And it is, I am a powerful influencer, number four life. And um, so I'm doing PowerPoints on that particular website. And I'm still getting acclimated to, um, because there's a lot of rules and stuff to go by. But but the good thing about it, I can get paid off of that. So that's another good thing. And I also, I have an, e, um, an Etsy account. And I don't even remember uh, the, the, um, the site for Etsy. But um, I'll put the link below um, when I upload this and, um, and let you know what Etsy is. So I have three things on Etsy. I have calligraphy which something I used to do calligraphy wedding invitations personal uh, handwritten calligraphy on the envelopes which is very pretty and it's a very good keepsake you know because you know that this person wanted you to be a part of this celebration and um, so I have three um, stores on Etsy and but again, I'm going to put the link below and I'm going to continue working on the best ways to promote myself. And um, so with that, I'll say, Graham, this, my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.